This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Yo, what's up everybody, and welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast, episode 25, uh, I believe. And uh, I am Nate Rowe, one of your co-hosts, and along with me tonight, as always, is Lance John. Hey guys, what's up? Alyssa Spector. Hey, guys. And Dwayne Samuels. How you guys doing? And uh, we have a great show for y'all tonight. Uh, we actually have uh, Tech Force coming on. He's a nerdcore rapper based out of Dallas, Texas. And he's going to be coming on, talking with us a little bit about his album and uh, stuff of that nature. You know, um, he's got some awesome beats. I mean, like, what did you guys think of the beats just before he comes on? You know, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, to be like any favorite songs by chance. Um, one of mine is definitely level up, uh, that gets stuck in my head. He's got yeah. the, the, the Contra hook is just, it gets yeah, stuck, that, in, my that's stuck in my head right now too. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's uh, yeah. so catchy. Like, up, up, down, down, left, right. You know? I like, I like the Ghostbusters one. Yeah, right? <laughs> I ain't afraid to know between Alpha Rift, Dick Dasterly, and Doug Funny. <laughs> but hell yeah but uh you know uh before we you know get any further let's go ahead and hop right into that interview so uh without further ado this is tech force i'm gonna show you how to level up late night game sessions ain't never enough one last man now i ain't so tough i'm gonna show you how to level up it goes up up down down left right left right up up down down left right left right up up down, down, left, right, left, right, VA, start this thing, all right? All right, so Tech Force is with us. Mr. Tech, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with y'all. That's what's up. So go ahead and break it down to our listeners a little bit. If they have not heard of you, go ahead and break them down. Tell them your, your art. Tell them what you do. Well, I am as known. I'm known. Uh, first of all, my name is Tech Force, and I'm known as a hip hop artist. Um, I'm in a genre most affectionately known as nerdcore, um, off and on. Um, and I've been probably in hip hop now oh, well over ten years. And um, I came out with my first album, which is called Tech Support: The Grid Edition. Um, which is an extension of the original album with two extra songs. And and basically, stuff I, I like to rap about, you know, whatever comes to my mind. Anime, video games, uh, some of the old TV shows I used to watch. Um, all right, so yeah, uh, my influences, man. Um, now, are we talking like music influences or just um, any influences I had as far as my music goes? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I think the way you were kind of talking about it in in the conversation was you kind of just brought it up. You had said somebody specifically uh, had influenced you greatly uh, at the very beginning, you know what I mean? And you were like, that's the guy I got to, you know. I, I, Mega I, Ran. Yeah, Mega yeah, Ran. Yep, yep. yeah. Mega Ran was, so. he was definitely, um, definitely a cat that, um, I think the, the song I heard from him was Epoch. And um, it, it, it. It's so crazy because it, it influenced Level Up because it was just the way that it, the way that his flow was going, the way that um, the passion behind it inspired me to write that song, and and I wrote it in my own way, um, and and I think that me deciding to go into this was kind of one of the best decisions I ever made because I love talking about the things you know that I grew up with like Robotech and 
um, you know, Transformers or all the stuff that I, I watched when I was growing up. I can freely talk about it. But the difference is when I first started rapping, um, when I, when I first started, rap, I wanted to rap about, you know, anime. You know, I wanted to rap about uh, like One Piece is still one of my favorite shows. But in 05, I couldn't rap about One Piece because anime wasn't as prevalent as it is. And and for two, nobody would know what the hell I was talking about. So, you know, it had to take time. It's so crazy. Like this in this in 2015, I can literally talk about whatever I want. And there's an audience for it. And it's the it's like I think I was born too damn early is what I think. <laughs> like in the 80s or something, man, because it you know, it, it fit like I'm it's it's a weird, weird feeling, man. And, and I felt I feel like the world finally caught up to me and not the, the other way around. Got you. Um, if that's you know, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I totally. You see, we've talked, we've kind of talked about this before. Um, you know how nerd culture has become very mainstream uh, yeah. in the in the past decade. You know, and um, yeah, I, I could totally see that audience grow. That's got to be that, that that's got to be crazy to see your audience grow around you when you know you got to have this feeling of man, I've been here. Where y'all been? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It, it, it was so funny because there was this old site um, called Acid Planet. Hmm. And that's probably some, you know, internet graveyard somewhere. <laughs> um, but it's where it's where you could post your beats. And I remember I'd always post beats sampling different anime. And I wanted somebody to catch it. You know, like, oh, this is one piece. Oh, you, you sampled, you know, oh, my God. Oh, you sampled this. But nobody ever caught it because it just wasn't, you know, what it is now. And now when I do it. It's kind of like, damn, you find that out that quick? Um, <laughs> I wanted to kind of hide it a little bit. You couldn't, you know, they get so excited. But yeah, it's it's um, it's cool. So tech support is is kind of, it really is an album that I couldn't put out in my 20s, in my early 30s, because I wasn't in a place to do it. And 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 now I am. And now in, in I'm getting so such good feedback from it, man. And people seem to love it. I was scared as hell of putting that album out. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, I was like, man, ain't nobody gonna like this shit. (laughs) They're not gonna like it because, you know, I don't talk about turning up. Um. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. You know, I'm just spitting hip hop, you know, just just pure hip hop on there. And it looks like folks are gravitating towards it, which is a great feeling. Yeah. We kind of, you know, I don't know if we got cut off before the, the, because we, we, we were having a little bit of technical difficulties, but um, we do want to just say again, and I, I'll let somebody else jump right in, but I did want to just say again, level up. If, if there's any song that, that you as a uh, listener need to go listen to right now is level up. You need to go listen to that. It'll be stuck in your head all day. I promise you this. <laughs> but uh, anyway, go ahead, Lance. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's dope. I know. I mean, you said interesting that you said that you were scared to put out that album. Um, but uh, I mean, in the time that you put it out, there were some people out there that was kind of bringing Nordcore to the to the main front, I should say, or the mainstream, like people like Childish Gambino and um, MF Doom. I mean, MF Doom is you know he goes back and forth when he wants to. Um, yeah, they'd like they um, does MC Chris, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, MC Chris, that um, skinny white dude, I believe his name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, like there were there was those, those guys out there just doing it. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna put it out or whatever. You know, like so yeah. you didn't like kind of. I mean, I know those examples might be a little like 
kind of extreme because they kind of like came out in a big way. Like, did those yeah. guys give you any sort of like, like, ah, it'll be okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, if I put this out, it'll be okay. Like, did you feel anything from that? Um, well, you know, it's, I think every artist is, is scared to put out whether they're a painter. Right. Um, or they are an actual musician or, or they're a rapper singer. They're scared to put out the product because of the perception of how other people, you know, mm-hmm. look at it. Um, so there's always a hesitation. Um, but the one thing that I did is I had, you know, my front, you know, my, my real homies listen to it. The people that would tell me if, if it sucked or not. Mm. And, um, and I shot it to several different people. And every time it came back, they were like, yo, this shit is fire. Mm-hmm. You know? And, 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 and they did, I just kept hearing that over and over. I said, well, is there anything that you, that I need to work on? It says, dude, you, you really went through. And it sounds like you went through every song and you actually constructed it in a, in a very listenable way. Oh, OK. And uh, and and that made me feel real good because I'm like, man, that's great. But y'all know me. So how other people, you know, y'all, you know, y'all can still be playing with me. Right, right. So I put out the album and all I kept hearing was, yo, this is tech. This is crazy. This is dope. This is, you know, and and honestly, um. The only thing I wanted to do was make sure that the people got all sides of tech force. Right. Um, and 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 I think I did that for the most part. Um, I'm planning to do a tech support 1.5. OK, so there's going to be a, there's going to be a two, but I want to do a 1.5 because it was tracks I left off the album. I just put what I felt was personally the hottest stuff on that album. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, to answer your question, like like MC Chris and. And, uh, you know, and MF Doom, MF Doom, that's just kind of that's Doom is just he's nerdcore and he doesn't have to say it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anytime you come out with a mask, that <laughs> looks like you have artwork with Dr. Doom on there. Right. Dude, you've already cemented yourself. He was one of the first ones and nobody kind of mentions him as being that. As a matter of fact, yeah. y'all know, um. Uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince to me did the first one of the first nerdcore songs. Really, really, yes. There was one that he that Prince did about um, Freddy Krueger. Oh, Oh. that's right. He played every house. Yeah, Nightmare 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 on My Street. Nightmare on My Street. Okay, right. That (laughs) if you you listen to it, that's what nerdcore songs do to this day. They tell a you know a real you know, kind of fantasy based story. I was walking down the street and Freddie was there. And, you know, <laughs> that, that type, that's what you hear in their core, but those guys kind of, kind of did it before it had an, a name and, and nobody, nobody um, actually credits them for it, but that's what they did. Ah, okay. Okay. That's crazy. Man. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I like what you're talking about. You know, when you were talking about, uh, you know, the artists and everything like that, it, it one thing that kind of struck me is it's, it's doesn't really matter what kind of art you do. It's putting yourself out there, and I think that's where that nervousness comes from, right? Because I mean, you, you're putting a piece of yourself out there with yeah. every, every track. You know what I mean? With every with every rhyme that you put down on a piece of paper, it's something that is like this means something to me. This means something to me enough that I wrote it down, and so right. you know, it's yeah, that that that's got to come just naturally to anybody. You know what I mean? Like we put out a podcast every week, and we're like, oh man, we only got this many views. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. I'm always nervous about that. It may crush your spirit. Right. Or some shit, you know what I'm saying? But you yeah. keep going because it's something that you love. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I mean, speaking of that, keeping going and stuff like when is when can we expect uh, uh, 2.0 or 1.5? You know what I mean? Um. 
not probably for a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, I'm, 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 really... I'm George R.R. R. Martin with these things, man. It's, it's whenever I want to do it, damn it. Don't, don't rush me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because well, 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 you know, cause, cause I want to push uh, the course, <laughs> the first album, uh, as much as I can. The next album I'm doing is actually based on Tron, because nice. I'm a huge Tron yes. So I'm gonna do an album called The Light Cycle Chronicles. Oh, and I like it. Gonna, That's a good title. I like it. It's gonna tell. Thank you. It's gonna tell the story of the original Tron and and how Flynn got into the world. And um, I, I'm working with a um, another artist by the name of Emily Thompson, and she's part of a group called um, um, Descendants of Erdrick, which is real big. They're like real big nerdcore rock band. Mm-hmm. But she is so funny. I met her at a convention, and um, I think one of the, the artists or one of the other bandmates was like, hey, Tech loves Tron. Y'all should get together. And she's like, you love Tron? I'm like, yeah, you do? Yeah. And then she <laughs> she, she like, but she plays the keys. So she's able to do these real funky, like 80s synth craziness is what is what I've been looking for, basically. So we've already come together for about two or three tracks. All right. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll do a full project. So that's the next one. Wow. I'm excited about it. Yeah, that sounds good. Hmm. So so, uh, Tech, what would you say is your favorite video game of all time? Gosh. That is a good question, man. Oh, man. You got so many songs with so many different yeah. games in it. You know what I mean? Like My favorite my fa- my favorite of all be, time? Or it could be just any games. It doesn't have to be one. But. Um, List at the top. We'll, we'll go top. Go top five. Make it easy. <laughs> yeah. easy. Okay. Um, Chrono Trigger. All right. Nice. Nice. Final Fantasy six or three, okay. Um, seven, seven, uh, eight, and nine seven. are the correct answers, but that's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's funny. It's, funny. it's, it's, it's segwayed into so seven would be the other one. Um, so that's that's three. Okay. Um, I love Odin Sphere. Oh, I love that game. I never finished it. I remember the game. I remember the name. Uh, yeah, Odin. It was dope, wasn't it? Wow. Is yeah. Oh, Oh, Odin Sphere is dope, and um, gosh, what would be my my last favorite? My last favorite would probably be, uh, God, you guys put me on the spot right now. Um, don't worry, we do it. Like I see that you you like a lot of RPGs. You like, yeah, I'm a big I'm a big art. Oh, you know what? Uh, Luna, the Silver Star. Yes, I cannot keep that's that's one of my favorites. Lunar Lunar right. Lunar was probably the reason I, I mentioned Lunar is because Lunar was like one I saved up for. I saved ah. up for that damn game. So and it was like <laughs> it was like seventy nine dollars for the you know extended package with the map and the soundtrack. I, had it. I still have it. <laughs> Are you serious? I have it, yeah. I I, I love all right with me. You all right, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne. I rebought that game twice. I bought it. My, I had. I had it. And I re- we bought it my P- my PS Vita. I just love the music in it. Oh, nice. God, it was such a great game, man. Such a great. Yeah, I'm a big. I, I've always been bigger into RPGs than anything else. I guess that's a good. That's another good question that kind of relates to to your favorite game. What do you? What, what would you say your favorite score in a game is? Because being somebody that you know, is involved in music himself, you know what I mean? What would you say the soundtrack that stood out the most to you in a game? Final Fantasy VII. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. See, that yeah. was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy's music is, is pretty iconic. Yeah, for sure. It's that and Chrono Trigger. Um, that, that, I mean, I know it's cliche to say, but 
that was what got me into video game music. Probably Final Fantasy VI was the one that got me because that intro scene when you go into the town or, or when you see the the, uh, the robots going into the town, I think, with Kefka, um, that that music was like, this is so cinematic and it sounds video game, but it's not. I actually, what's so crazy is that they used to have this system called the um, SRS sound system you could buy. And I remember I bought it specifically for that game. And it came with two speakers, like a surround sound. Damn, I went so broke over that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking back now how much money I spent on this. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, I think if you could always, I think if you could tally, like if we all, we would all just be shameful right now if we tallied how much we spent over the years. I'm not ashamed. I spent probably a hundred thousand <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say it's gonna be a large number, right? Because when you're putting hundreds of dollars into a console and then you know you yeah, got yeah. you got the extra audio equipment and all that. Oh right. Oh, I love it. I just, love it. <laughs> it I mean you know but but that just ties into to you know what we love man. This is God my my love affair began you know, with the Atari 2600. And I remember when my um, my parents got it for us, um, me and my older brother were playing Asteroids and, and Pac-Man on it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing of all time. I'm not going to sleep. I'm done. <laughs> I don't just, just slide the food under the, the door or something because I'm not going nowhere, you know. Did you ever play E.T.? Did you get E.T. for that Christmas uh, that it came out? Oh gosh! <laughs> I, don't, I only asked because we had we had Howard Scott Warshaw, the the creator, on the show before. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really cool guy. Did you really cool. Ask him why. Well, yeah, okay. The, the, There's the a whole down. story behind it. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say as quickly as I could break it down. He had literally uh, like a month and a half to make this game. He had six weeks to make this game. When the average Atari game took six months to make yeah and uh you know he had like he in his defense he ran it by spielberg first spielberg played it before it got sent out and uh you know it is what it is you know how the the hell (laughs) yeah how do you make fantastic movies but approve crap in games i I don't get that you know i guess it's just that creative it's that creative (laughs) nook you know what i mean maybe you got it one place you just ain't got it in the other you know what i mean like i I guess exactly i don't know but uh, yeah still i mean what's he supposed to know about video games though you have to do that's true you have to remember at the time video games aren't taken very seriously right they're they're just especially home consoles Very so new. he was like, "Yeah, it looks great. I gotta go film." Yeah, exactly. I, go make my face. Like, I, I was yeah. like, "I don't play video games. What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> Give us real quick your uh, your you like because you okay. So Atari was your first. What what are your favorites over the years as console wise? You know what I mean. What what do you play to this day? What what would you say is your mainstay? Um, of uh, your know, classic or just current. Oh, just current anything you know what i mean what like what, what, um what's well, right now I'm, when you when I'm, kids go to bed you can throw on the tv get it <laughs> yeah what game you um play? well you know what actually dude i picked up chrono trigger again so i'm back on chrono trigger playing it and um what else did i get i got eternal sonata nice eternal sonata oh, nice. nice i never i never beat eternal sonata that's, and i was that's... like that's the one where you play as like Chopin or something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're the you're you're Chopin, and he's on his deathbed, and basically <laughs> you're you're going through his 
transition, I guess, into, you know, the, the next world. But they have other characters in there that play that. And, and everything is evolved around music. So like when you do a special attack, it's like, a, um, you know, you're doing a, a black uh, orchestra, you know, song power something. It's, it's, it's so it's so crazy because the music ties into I think that's why I like it so much. Because you know how much I love music, and, and and here's a game that you can, you know, an RPG that that kind of brings those elements into it. So I'm looking forward to to like hopefully beating that. It depends on how my five year old, because <laughs> I got a 13 and a five year old. The five year old is in in kindergarten, and Lord, it's been a rough um, oh, month and a half in that transition. Let me tell you. Well, well, being a gamer, you know, obviously with your love of music, are you into like any rhythm games or? Um, you know, I, I have been known every now and then when nobody's looking to get on DDR. <laughs> <laughs> High score. Um, did I break it? What does that mean? Did I break it? <laughs> right. so have, you, right. have you ever played like a like Parappa the Rapper or any? Oh, <laughs> kick punch. It's yeah. all around. <laughs> it's one of my favorite games. Oh my god! Have I have I played it? Yeah, that's um, God. I love Pa Rap of the Rap. It was the only game you could rap in. Like even though it's broken up, I'm like I can I can hip hop in the game. Thank God, something. I'm not and, ashamed um, to say I have. I think I have the soundtrack uh, for that game on my, do on you? my iPod. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny because I, I got a homie that has that. He says, yo, I got the Parappa the Rapper soundtrack. I'm like, he, <laughs> he was talking like it was DMX. <laughs> I got both of them. They came, you know, they had a second one. So I, I uh, got yeah. both soundtracks. You got see, now you a real Parappa fan. <laughs> so if they make it, if they make another one for like PS4, you'll be all over that, huh? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> then, it was a spinoff too. It was like Unjammer Lammy or I got that soundtrack too. <laughs> Well, sure. Sony, Sony loves you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, tech. Uh, you said that earlier. You said that you work with Mega Ran on a. You said you actually worked with him uh, for a song or. Um, yeah, yeah. He's on um, the New Game Plus remix on the album. So if you ever heard New Game Plus, right. um, I did the original version, but I I felt like I needed to pay homage to the um, to the guy that didn't usher me in, but, you know, inspired me to do it. And I, I got his producer because if you ever heard his album forever, Famicom is, is fantastic. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. 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 And, and I felt like, man, I got to put these two dudes on, on a track with me and, and make something real positive because the, the whole thing behind new game plus is um, once again, final fantasy, um, you know, after you have leveled up and you've, you got all in life and everything was hard, you got the new game plus. So you have all the experience and all the equipment to keep, you know, going through life. And then that's, that's how I wanted to re- relate that to life. If you keep pressing on and, and you keep, even when times are hard, eventually get to the point where you have all the experience and then you'll start knocking down everything. And, and a lot of people like that. So matter of fact, it's so funny because um, I did a show um, called Retro Palooza in Arlington. Okay. And there, um, a guy came up to me and he said, hey, man, um, I just wanted to tell you I made this for you. And he bring he pulls out like a big beaded kind of like sign that said Tron on it because he knew I love Tron. Mm. And he brings out a flash drive um, that's shaped like a light cycle, <laughs> um, which is dope. Right. And he says, man, your song New Game Plus helped me during the darkest times of my life. Wow. And I wonder and wow. I drove here from San Antonio 
to meet you and to tell you thank you so much for that song and what you've done for me and just keep making that music. And that was the first time that ever happened, man. It And it touched my heart. I damn near cried, you know? Wow. Yeah. That's really <laughs> are there yeah. are there other North Korea rappers you want to work with? Say like somebody like Samus. Um, she's pretty cool in my opinion. But, oh, man. Uh, she is phenomenal, dude. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. That, Samus is... Is I you know what I have um she re, she has like that real just raw feel mm-hmm. and she's not afraid to talk about you know the topics that are going on right now she's not afraid to, to tackle anything I love to work with Samus she's so dope and um who else gosh Richie Branson mm-hmm. um Richie's actually going to be here in Dallas in a couple of weeks so hopefully I can meet him. Um, they're going to have a big nerd course show with him and Doug funny. Um, some of the other folks, but, uh, him, let's see, gosh, um, this you know I'd like to see you work with. I want to see oh. what you ever heard of smooth McGroove on YouTube. Smooth. Oh, that guy is, is, is this white guy that does like he, <laughs> he, he, he will record himself maybe, you know, anytime, anywhere between nine and 17 different times. And basically what he does is he does all harmonics. Like oh. the way he, the way he does his beat. So it would basically, it would, it would be more of a collaboration. I don't know if he would actually be on the track, you know what I mean? Like but as acapella. far as a collaborate, yeah, he, yeah, it's, it's, it's all acapella stuff. So, you know, it's like, mm. yeah, it's it, check him out, man. Smooth McGroove, uh, is, I think is his name. Um, I'm gonna look him up now. Smooth, smooth yeah, smooth the group. Yeah, smooth <laughs> And what he'll do is he'll, you know, he'll do uh, uh, actual game songs. But it, like I said, the way he windows it in his YouTube video, we're not trying to promote him. I mean, this is about Tech Force, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be cool for a collaboration. I was just thinking that in my head. Yeah. No, nah, that sounds pretty. So he does like, um, he does like some Vox. So like beatboxing. Or? Yeah. What, what is, okay. Yeah, it's more of like uh, you know. You know what? I have seen this dude before. He is dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's got like if you had that going with your rhymes over it, you know what I mean? Like where you have some, you have some upbeat, you know, acapella beat in the background. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I just something off something off that right. See, that's a million dollar idea right there. <laughs> I had to be a producer. <laughs> <laughs> that is so dope. Can y'all hear that? No, no, we can't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like playing it now because y'all got me hyped. Um, I'm gonna go look this dude up. Yeah, hopefully, man, I, I could shoot him a message or something and link up with him because I think we can do some dope stuff. Yeah, because I freestyle a bit too. T- tell him to come on the podcast too. Yeah, yeah. It, why not? I'm just saying, if we yeah, can get you, not, not. what are already be... contacting him? Yeah, what would be cool? <laughs> Why, why don't we like we'll we'll do a collaboration? It'll be live on the podcast. Yeah, oh, what? Cool. Yeah, how about that? Pondering nerd exclusive, right there. Yes. Yeah. So, because this dude seems like he averages like a million a million views. So, yeah. if we can link up with him, I think it'll be beneficial for everybody, <laughs> except him. <laughs> I like how he's in one good. video. I like how in every video of one frame he's he has his cat with him. Like in every okay, video. Yeah. Oh, this dude is awesome. Yeah, he's you know, he's, he's like a cool dude. But I mean again, it, it all ties back into that we all do this because we love it, right? I mean that's the core reason of why we why we do this every day. And and I I loved what you said about the reasoning behind uh that song, you know, New Game Plus. I love the reasoning behind that and how you thought that out as an artist you know what i mean like this 
Like, this means more to me. Like, yeah, level up is kind of cliche because everybody plays a game where you level up and stuff like that or or when you get a new game plus, something like that. But to think it through a little bit further and to take it to another level, I mean, that's what separates somebody who's an artist and somebody who's not, you know what I mean? Somebody who can kind of see a little bit deeper into it. And I love that, man. I thought that was really cool. I just kind of want to toss that your way and make it a little bit bigger. You know what I'm saying? I guess it it, it really couldn't get any bigger. It's hard to get through the door because it's so big, but that's not based on my ego. It's just because I got a big ass head. So, So, um, yeah, I mean, thank you so much for that, man. Thank you for, cause I, I, um, I, I really didn't know how I was going to reach folks, man. I just wanted to, and it's so funny. I found that beat cause that beat is, um, is actually, it's from another artist's uh, project and I was looking for beats I can use. And I heard that one cause it was, it was on like some type of uh compilation. And I said, I listened, I said, wait a minute, this is it. This is the beat that I need to use for my song. I didn't know how it was going to come together, but I had that beat. Um, and, and luckily it was the right one, man. Cause, cause I, I the words just kind of kept flowing out and, um, I hope that I can continue to, to make stuff that's, that's like that, that can touch folks. I really do. Yeah, you've kind of talked about positive feedback. Have you ever gotten any, I mean, trolls are trolls. You ever get any negative feedback that you were just like, damn, really? <laughs> yes, I did. I did actually. Um, uh, recently, um, there was a guy, there was a guy who was on my Facebook. And now let me kind of give you the backstory. Mm-hmm. So this dude there, they have a, a, a contest in Nerdcore that's called the VPC Challenge. Okay. Right? Um, mm-hmm. And basically what that is, is is a whole bunch of Nerdcore artists get together in groups. You got a producer and you have a rapper. Um, so I got together with another artist. And we, we uh, it's, it's a five-round challenge. And, and you go in, in each round, you got a, there's a different topic they throw out. So I think the first topic was like your favorite anime your favorite whatever so we did one on uh trigoon and um and it was a song called blue summers is what this other artist name is sheeta shout out to sheeta um so when we first came out with that that song this dude was like what the hell is this crap you know the beat sounds whack and and the the you know the lyrics sound whack and we were like okay well you know what he didn't like that that wasn't his cup of tea so the next track we made in my opinion, I felt it was it was doper. In each round, he had something negative to say that eventually wasn't even about the song. Like, you know, you guys, do, do you even know how to rap? I'm like, wait, come on now. Oh. That's, you know, that's unnecessary. <laughs> so what kind of rap was he looking for? I mean, yeah. You know, so, I mean, and I was a producer on there. And, 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 and um, so this guy never really liked what we did. So I, I, I think Tech Supporter came out um Gosh, has it been it's been like two or three weeks now. So this might have been day three that tech support was out. Mm. And he's like, hey, um, I got a review for your album. What? I'm like, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, I said, OK, so he said, well, I'm going to post it to your page. If you don't mind, I'm just letting you know that some of the stuff that I have to say is kind of negative. Some is kind of good. I said, well, that's that's kind of what a review is. So yeah. Um, yeah. go ahead and post it. So he posted on there and and, and lo and behold, I was looking through what he was writing, and a lot of it was like this first track, this intro. Um, I don't know. It wasn't long enough. And I'm like, it's an intro track. Yeah. Intro <laughs> tracks don't have to be seven minutes. It's an intro track. So he goes to level up. He says, yeah, that level up is dope. I like that one. And that's, you know, 
I'm, I'm glad he he like he liked something. So he goes through each track and and at the end of it, he was like, "Yeah, well, you know, it's pretty good." And, and one of the one of the ones he was he was doing said he had mentioned that he was glad that I could hang on a track with Mega Ran. And I'm thinking, um, I think we're both you know decent MCs. Mm-hmm. So I didn't try to hang. I just did what I did. But he, everything he said had a negative connotation to it. And at the end, he says, yeah, you know, it was it was it was pretty decent album. So one of one of the um, the guys that I um, I know by the name, he's another r- rapper in Dallas by the name of T-Rex. He chimes in and, and he's like, um, so did you actually review this album? And he went through a, like an analysis of how he didn't review the album. Eventually, the guy says, Oh well, you know, actually, I was—I um, only listened to about five minutes of it. I was hit on my way to Grandma's house. I said, "Now, who are you, Red Riding Hood?" What? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, are you bringing a picnic basket with a? <laughs> is there a wolf in the house? I mean, <laughs> um, so I mean, he he had very negative things to say, but honestly, I don't—I don't think he likes me, and that's cool. That's fine. I'm not gonna have you know. Everybody's not gonna like Tech Force, and I hope they didn't sound negative. I just wanted to give you guys kind of a backstory to who this individual is, and, right. and uh, yeah, no, and, for sure, man. I mean, and it's got to as an artist, you got to kind of semi, at least semi, appreciate the uh, the negative criticism because kind of like you said earlier with your friends, when you let your friends listen to it, stuff like that, you got, you don't know if they're just giving you feedback that you want to hear or if they're yeah. you know stuff like that. And when you get that negative, you at least know how honest, outright trolls are gonna what they're gonna say, and, and at least get a feel for <laughs> what they're gonna yeah. try and say. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. So. And yeah, he and, and and he just um you know basically he didn't review the album because he didn't feel like it, it it was it was something he even wanted to put his time in. And I think he got a hard lesson from my friends because they kind of really <laughs> trolled him <laughs> so bad. Oh. They trolled him so bad. He just I haven't I haven't seen him since. Oh, man. So, but I <laughs> I wasn't gonna you know I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want anybody people to say you know oh that's the he's negative and you can say whatever you want about my album you know I put my heart and soul in it and if you don't like it then shit oh well yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> I, you know from taking from someone who you know I produce uh, I, I produce this show and I produce a, some other podcasts and I've been doing this for a while now for like the like last three four years. Um, yeah. just putting out content haters love you because they have <laughs> the only way i love haters you know why because they have to listen and watch me so because yep. <laughs> right you can't they gotta devote up. their time exactly. to, to write that that nasty comment you know yeah, what i mean so, or that bad yeah. review they gotta devote their time to doing that shit so, right. so you know so let, I, I always welcome haters i said come right in come right in watch <laughs> listen because I know you're there. You're giving me the views. You're giving me the ratings. It's just that's fine. You stay right there. Right. And then you go talk about me someplace else. And that somebody else will come back and be like, you're full of shit. <laughs> you know? So, right. Yeah. So and that's the that. truth. Yeah. That's the truth. And, and, you know, and I had to look at it. I'm like, here's a dude that is probably just going to work a regular job for the rest of his life. He's probably, you know, he might, you know, live with his folks. He might be unhappy. Um, no girlfriend. I mean, I don't know what goes on in his world, but... I can tell there's an unhappiness there for him not to say have any positive things to say. Right. There's something that's missing from him. And and soon, you know, and, and I, I have confidence in myself. So I know that in this music, I'm going to I'm going to gain. I'm going to get better. I'm going to make better projects. Right. But he'll still be the same person for the rest of his life. Mm. Yep, that's true. 
Well, before we go over time, uh, there was a discussion question that I kind of wanted to bring to the whole group itself. Um, and this is a article that's actually going up tomorrow. We record this on Thursday nights, uh, so you'll be hearing this on Monday. Uh, hopefully, you're listening to this on Monday. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I will be. Yeah, but uh, I will be. So, so well, no, 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 I just meant our viewers. And oh, okay, and gotcha. <laughs> Tech, you better be listening to this shit on Monday. That's yeah. Okay, man. <laughs> But uh, anyway, um, so we the article will have gone up on Friday, so definitely go check that out at GamingRebellion.com. Um, but the article is talking about uh, pandering to is specifically uh, pandering to minorities in game development. And when I say that, I do want to go ahead and immediately mention that the author is in no way a racist. He's not a bigot. He's not. Um, you know, like I know that sounds, uh, when you say, when you say something like that, pandering to somebody, it just sounds awful. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. it, it's one of these things where it, what he's more talking about in the, in the, uh, article is he's talking about, um, is it stepping over the line to put a character into a game that doesn't like, if you put a transgender or homosexual character into a game, uh, and that character is not necessarily adding anything to the game you know what i mean is it you know is it game developers just putting them in there just to do it um you know or is it you know or do they actually make the difference so i kind of wanted to just toss that around the table and see what you guys thought about that um i guess i'll go first um being a west indian black man in america naturalized american citizen now um i guess you can't get more minority than me um uh it's uh unless you were transgender on uh, top of unless you know yes unless (laughs) right uh, right you know so it's like when i see this sort of thing like i'm the type of person i'm a terrible person to advertise to terrible you're not going to get me to go see a movie because you you added a black character or this person just happens to be brown and somewhat West Indian. I don't I don't care. You know, it's like I'm more about right. story content. What 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 are you going to do to excite me? So when I when I see this sort of thing or I hear about it or read about it, whatever, um, I'm really indifferent to it. But at the same time, I get what they're trying to do. I get that they're trying to get into that audience so they can have to show that there's representation of that of that um, subset of people so that people will come in because they're just doing this so that you will come in and buy their product. I don't think they're right. actually being very genuine and put them in there. Now, that being said, I'm sure there's some developers out there who are doing that in a genuine level. And that's fine, you know, but I, I guess it's just really hard to tell unless you really know that person or know the company or their intentions. And um, I would say one of the perfect examples for me was um, like, uh, I guess the last Fantastic Four movie. Um, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed with the last ones that they made. I wasn't impressed with this one because there's was like, oh, Human Torch is black. And I'm like, OK. This, it's not going to make the story any better. Like, it doesn't make it. Right. It's like, this doesn't right. get right. any better for me. It's like, what do you add? Like, just like Nate was saying, it's like, what are you bringing? What makes this character so cool? Like, okay, fine. They're transgender. Right. That's fine. Okay, I don't give a shit who you sleep with. Whatever. What makes you happy? I don't care. I'm not in your bedroom. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. what, what are you putting in there that makes this character cool? Hot well, I guess that like I feel like it's a double edged sword right there. Where oh, it's, yeah, it is. What 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 oh. like okay? As far as uh, we'll just use the example of um, um, the Human Torch being black in the recent movie. Um, I mean, what makes it? What makes what adds to the character for him being white? 
So I feel like I feel like it's the same. It's, it's the same. The same thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can make that argument all day long back and forth. Um, you know what I mean? Like as far as I think as, it was fantastic that you went to go see that movie in the first place. That's a fantastic thing. I snuck in. Uh, Shh, don't tell about that. But well, Tech, you were kind of talking about uh, earlier when I kind of before the podcast when I brought this up, just to kind of give a, everybody a heads up. You said uh, you had this. This kind of touched you personally because you had this talk with your son. Go ahead and uh, tell us about that, man. Um, yeah. So my son, he probably a couple of years ago had mentioned that he wanted to go into game development largely because of Halo. Um, Halo has it's. That game is stuck with that kid so long, like he's literally drawn his own little books. Nice. Like he has a own he has a five part Halo story. What? That wow. He's drawn. He showed me the picture. I I can forward it to you guys. I like no lie. He started doing this about two years ago, and he's, he's up to like five books. Nice. Um, oh, wow. So he decided that he wanted to go into game development, and I said, okay, well that's awesome. Um, well. You know, all right. So you you obviously know how to come up with your own stories. What what do you want to come up that's original? Um, so he says, I want to come up with a, a character that's that's like me. Okay. And I, and I said, well, like me, like how? Well, I, I want him to be you know black and, and go through some of the same experiences that I had. Um, and I want them him to be to relate to some of the other my friends. And because when he watches Halo, he can't necessarily you know relate to Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Um. And I guess with other game characters as well, too. And I thought that was really important because and, and I told him, I said, well, son, you know, I think you should expand on that. If you want to make it there, like you, you guys were saying before, make sure the story is there yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can have, um, you know, black or white or Latino, whatever character. But if they're not compelling, nobody's going to okay. going to want to pay attention. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and now he's 13 years old, so I can't give him. <laughs> you know, kind of college dissertation on why he should do it. I got to give him the thirteen-year-old version. Well, son, just make him interesting, right? Do that. And, um, so, so I hope that when he fleshes out the story, that it has you know it's kind of a multicultural um, feel to it, um, but also have a compelling story. But I think he understands by watching how the game industry has been over the years that you've only seen one type of character, and that it hasn't changed. So. It's true. It's true. Um, like um, I'm, I'm all for diversity in games and movies and comics and everything. But first and foremost, it should be coming up with an interesting character. Just don't throw like a transgender character in there just for the sake of having a transgendered character if they have no use to the story. You know? Yeah. Agree. Well, yeah. I mean, see again though. Like it, it's it's one of those things, man. Where I, I feel like. I, I, I don't know like i feel like it's, it's that double edge yeah exactly i feel it's like that double-edged sword where you know if you have a transgender character in there what makes that what would make that character better if it wasn't transgender like if you can make that argument um that you know that like this totally throws the character's whole thing off like if you had like like if he-man somehow was somehow transgender all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, or something yeah. like that. I'm just saying, you know, it, like if if you took something like Man, that, you, you've seen how he walks around, right? <laughs> he does got the loincloth cloth going on. And, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, you don't but know they, about him, man. It might have been a bad example, but I'm just but they, saying, like, you, you see what I'm, you see what I mean, though. Like, if they turn, yeah. if they took that character 
and then, uh, you know, made it a female or made it a, a male that was gay. Uh, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I just don't, you know, to me, it's one of these things that maybe that maybe that in that instance, you can make the argument that it's not going to add to the character that, you know, or, or Wolverine, like we know Wolverine uh, has a thing for Jean Grey. You know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. And all of a sudden they were just like, nope, you like Cyclops now. Uh, you know, you're like, what? That would make sense. That would make sense. Let's actually. not get into the Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, Marvel. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like if it's not, uh, what's to say if, the, if there's a transgender character that that's how that character was created. You know what I mean? It, like they, they put it in there um, to have, like you said, uh, Alyssa before, to have that representation. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean that that thing things like that to me is more of a pub was like a is it's just just to um get people talking about the game because if you talk about video game why because it's like at that time remember we have Caitlyn Jenner and then you know all of a sudden transgender character in a video game so it's like now people want to relate to that and bring him in and bring the character in and like like you said though if it has nothing to do with the story what's the purpose. It, well, it, 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 it don't make no it doesn't make no sense. Yeah, because it's just, just the characters there because. Let's take Mass Effect for instance. They can they can make a character a regular or a regular heterosexual, or you just make him gay. But it's like it still didn't do nothing to the story. Right. It just had people talking about it. But have a transgender for what? As I mean, are they so are they part of the story? Are they doing anything special? No. I mean, somebody could argue and say that uh, why does you know whether they're they're male or female or black or white? What does that have to do with their with their character? Like, okay, they're they're you know this cool space warrior and they've seen some shit but they also happen to be transgendered or they happen to be gay and it's like it shouldn't matter to like their role in the story that just happens to be like the person there are so it's it's like what nate said like you know it is like a like a double-edged sword there's a yeah. there's a person. I think yeah. it's more publicity stunt. Like, like no, actually, at the time if something's in the news cause about a lot of because a lot of people argue and say like oh it's hard for people to write a good female character it's like they think of the fact that they're female first and you argue and say no just write character the personality right. first and then just be like Story's well they happen king. to be female yeah. it's yeah. like well Story. why do they happen and then people start to think well then why do they have to be female then like you know it's it's a whole yeah. debate like you want to make well, an interesting character and just be like they just happen to be this gender this this race this you know this religion etc cetera, etc cetera. I mean, right. Metroid went through that with, when it came to females. Because I remember back in the day when, when you had that trick, you could actually make Seamus Aaron take off a helmet. People was like, no, that's not a female. That's a... Um, that's a, a, a white <laughs> they were trying to deny it. <laughs> it's right. it's not a chick. It's like, a hippie. It's like, the hair's all wild. People was like, it's not a female. Then later on, people, when, the, when the developers finally said, no, there is a female, that's when people started like, oh, man. There, there is... So like, um, there, I'll tell you. There I was is like, a, yeah. There is a perfect example of this sort of thing. Um, Constantine. If you guys have read the Hellraiser um, series, Constantine is actually gay. Actually, no, he's bisexual. Um, if Get out you, of here. Yeah. Like, if you read the books, you know, he goes both ways. And oh, yeah. they don't represent that in the movies or the show that was just recently canceled. Um, yeah. And... Uh, that actually they just don't talk about it, right? In in the shows, oh. in the live action stuff, they don't talk about it. But in the book, they do talk about it. It actually adds to the story. It adds to his love interest and how some of his love interests turned on him with magical powers and stuff like that and whatever. And he's actually a really, really interesting character. And mm. you see, 
if you know if people want to look for an example of how to write a character that is gay, bisexual, whatever, they should look to Constantine and see how to work that into their um, character and be a part of their identity. And um, um, I, you don't see that much because you know Constantine is an image. That's a, a image comics. They don't you know, and I, I feel like bigger studios like Marvel or DC they have a hard time turning around to do anything because they're such a huge ship. It's hard for right. them to handle it. And then when you look at the cast of people who work at these companies, you may not have somebody there who is transgender, who know how to handle that pro- properly or how, uh, that's very uh, true. That, that, yeah. that perspective, you, you have to, you have to be able to, to at least understand the perspective. And if you've never been any around anyone like right. that, it's hard to, right. To and, just write from that and, and then have the, the character not be a caricature of yeah. what you may think it's going to be. So Exactly. And I think that's why yeah. it's like, like every, you know, Alyssa was saying before, like it's a touchy subject because, you know, no, no I mean, it, people want to be careful what they say and stuff like that. And, you know, for the most part, it could just be that you're just trying to understand. And there, yeah, there are people out there who say some really fucked up things and you just have to like either ignore them or take it I'll take it head on whatever you choose you know to go forward with that um, like right. the most recent thing like I don't, I don't know if you guys watch Project Greenlight on HBO but there was like a, a conversation between Matt Damon and um, the woman who directed They're White People and they're making a movie about a black um, hooker I believe it is and she was concerned with the diversity in behind the scenes and not so much in the movie about how to portray that black um, hooker as a you know the black female representation in that movie and you know it was kind of a back and forth and you know but if you guys you know, check that out but yeah, I so- heard about that conversation that it didn't it, it, didn't it didn't go, go well. well. <laughs> no, it, it did yeah. not go well. And um, yeah. and I think it's important for whatever subset of people, whatever subset of minorities you want to represent in popular media, it is very important to go out and look for the talent that's already existed out there. There are transgender um, comic books. There are transgender artists. There are um, bisexual um, rappers out there and stuff like that. I think it's important to go and speak to them and have them talk about their experience. And well, as far then, as rap- Rappers go, they undercover most of them. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not just they're not just gonna be say, "Hey, I'm here." Right, well, and, I mean, that that'll destroy all their record sales and all their credibility when they're out there talking about popping bottles and popping models. Right, but it's not you know the female models; it's the other ones. Right, and and vice versa. So you you know what? I think I've only seen one that's actually out, and that's in Houston. There's a rapper that's out, and he's he's gay, and he you know, broadcast it and he's got a huge audience, but he is the only one I've heard of. And this is something recently within the last year that someone has like actually said, Hey, I'm gay. I'm out here. Um, this is what it's going to be. Uh, well, there's also Frank ocean, uh, but he came out last year. I think it was, um, and yeah, he, I think I saw it on Facebook somewhere. He, he, yeah. But, but also, but Frank Ocean is also in, in R&B as well too, though. Right, so there, yeah. there's, you can, in R&B, the transition to you saying that you are gay is a lot more accepting than you being a hip hop um, artist out there now and claiming that you have all this. And then, oh, wait a minute, you're, you're gay on top of that, that, and that's, that's society's preconceived notions of, you know, of, of what, um, you know, what masculinity should be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so as far as, as hip hop goes, I don't, I know there's rumors, man, but I don't know if we're going to just have like, 
people just finally jump up and say, hey, I've been gay all this time. I don't I don't see it happening. Maybe no. it will in the future. Yeah. I just I don't see it just in the way that hip hop has always been. So, well, you know, it like what I was what it kind of draws me to is is kind of building on your point is as far as I mean, we see kind of like we talked about earlier with nerd culture coming in more into the mainstream. Um, just the acceptance of homosexuality and transgender yeah. people and stuff like that. Just that acceptance has – it's obvious that we're not to a turning point in the world. You know, We're not like right. – <laughs> right. I think we right. still have a lot of areas you know, as a nation that we can work on. But we do see a lot of progress. You know what I mean? With the, yeah. You know, when we have uh, – you know, now homosexual marriage is legal in the federal government and we see these judges that are like, I'm not going to marry you because I got religious beliefs. And, <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's just yeah. like – but we see this moving in and now that we're – you know, I, I just feel like – like I said, man, it's that double-edged sword. I feel like there should be a representation, right? But building like kind of on what Lance said, it needs to have a point with with you know with Constantine. If if you're having a relationship, if, if he's having a relationship with another dude, but that dude, you know it adds to the story, that adds to the intricate plot. This dude is mm. plot behind his back, or you know what I mean. So you know, yeah, like this. Yeah. You know, if it adds to the story, then yeah, go for right. it. We need yeah. we need that representation. We need that diversity. Um, but, I did not you know, know it about Constant, Con- Constantine. That's, that is that's new crazy. to me too. That's I'm yeah, glad, not glad you knew that, Lance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Read the Hellblazer, um, Hellblazer series. It's great. Like it's a fantastic book. And I, the show. I even love the show that was canceled. I thought these, this was like DC Ace in the Hole for yeah. for them to take over television because in the book he meets and talks to all the different superheroes. They come through his life. Like he goes and he meets he hates them all, by the way. Um, but you <laughs> yeah. know, he talks wow. he talks to all of them. Like he he goes and he references them all the time. And I was like, wow, DC this is why I thought that DC was gonna win the television race for like best, you know, comic book related show. And it got canceled. I was like, what the f-? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and um I just felt that was a missed opportunity on their part there. But yeah, definitely check out the Hellblazer um, series. It's really good. Yeah. Well, while you're For checking sure. stuff out, definitely go check out that article, uh, which is the whole discussion that we just had. Um, definitely go check out that article. It's a very thought-provoking article. Um, before we come to a close, uh, Tech, man, go ahead and give us the rundown. Where can people find you? Do you have any shows coming up? You know, Give us the rundown, man. Throw us all your plugs, bro. Yes, yes, yes. After that wonderful discussion, you guys. Um, um, yeah, so you can find Tech Force on techforcecentral.com, T-E-K-F-O-R-C-E central.com. You can also find me on techforce1.bandcamp.com. That's where you can find the album. Techforce1.bandcamp.com, Tech Force uh, Grid Edition. I actually got in um, the physical copies today of the CD. Nice. So I'll be putting that on within the next day. Um, I also got a full-size poster that you can order with it as well, too. Nice. So um, of the album cover. I'm on Twitter, um, at Tech Force Rises, because I thought it was going to be cool, like on some Batman shit. (laughs) Um, So so you can find me on Twitter on that. Uh, I'm on Facebook, obviously. uh, Google Plus, Tech Force soundcloud.com slash tech 45 and god just just type in tech for us you're gonna find you'll find me somewhere i'll be there i promise oh, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah well thank you so much man for being on it was definitely a pleasure man yeah. thank you guys for having me man I, I you guys are so cool and 
Um, this is like having the conversation with the homies. <laughs> so y'all are officially my homies now. Sweet. All right. Cool, cool. Business. We'll get backstage passes next time you come to New York slash Florida, right? Yeah. Word. <laughs> either one, either one. <laughs> Got options. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Well, thanks, man. Right. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And there you have it. That was our interview with Tech Force. Again, you can uh, go listen to some of his stuff over at techforce1 at bandcamp.com. We'll have that link in the description below. So please go check that out. Show your love. Show some support. Uh, while you're showing some love, stop by gamingrelion.com. And check out all the great content that comes out every week from all the great writers that we have. Um, this week we have some great stuff coming up, so definitely go check that out. Um, any final thoughts, guys? I want to be a wapper on the radio. No. Lance, where can they catch Ponder and Nerds outside of Gaming Rebellion? Uh, you can, Which is our official, I should say, our we're, uh, we're the official podcast, uh, podcast yeah. the Gaming Rebellion. Uh, yeah, we, so. we do have our own site, you know, uh, podcast, uh, podcast.com. <laughs> podcast.com. Podcast.com, no. <laughs> no, um, no, we uh, our own website, uh, PonderNerds.com. So if you want to find, you know, all the past episodes we've done, you can, you know, just head on over to our archives there. Um, you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, believe it or not, TuneIn Radio, if that's a thing. Um, you know, and just whatever your favorite podcast aggregator is, just look for Pod, uh, Pottery Nerdcast and you can just find us there. You know, it's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you have it. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Now I'm out of shit to say. Yeah. <laughs> Later. Later, guys. Later. Bounce for the Mario, bounce for the Metroid, bounce for the retro gamers and we make noise. Bounce for the Contro, bounce for the MK retro gamers, we will have it. This is our day. Bounce for the Mario, bounce for the Metroid, bounce for the retro gamers and we make noise. Bounce for the Contro, bounce for the MK retro gamers, we will have it. This is our day. Detonator Oregon, lava filled origins. The story most important, yes, my lyrical is perfect. Destination is provoked, even when I motivate me. Hit man with it, even from a distance, stopping I'm a warrior from a past life of people who don't act right. Get verbally slapped twice to see him in the afterlife. Call him in a seance. Talk to him about it. Will they test the force again? You can watch them say I doubt it. Good homie advice. I should eat what I kill. A werewolf at a buffet. No silver can kill. Nasaratu with a pen. I don't know the word chill. Cadillac amongst the cars. Rotten in a severe. I'm verbally designated to murder the frustrated. Less talented, orchestrated, and mentally liquidated. So better now. I have the full equilibrium. About to take it now. Hear about it in the